IWEP Network. It's in the pod. Welcome back. Welcome. No, we don't do that on these ones. We just started talking, remember? Oh, hello there. <laughs> I really, really a creature of habit. I really like find a way to do things and just keep doing uh-huh. it. But today we've added a, a new uh, a new category to our document. Did you see that? We, for our welcome back talk episodes, ooh, for the ooh, backers, ooh, we have, yeah, we've had we've had these categories. First is meta because we often talk about the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, and then I have a category, he has a category, and then there's an us category for things that overlap. But today I added a category for the ladies. For the ladies, maybe I should check our numbers, see how we're doing with the lady listeners, the Beckettes, if you will. Probably not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the Beckett. They aren't listening. Oh, perfect. Source zero still. Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, just as a generalization, they're not. Mm-hmm. But ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. One Sam. This is where we up it. Right. What? One's probably Sam. No. No, she doesn't listen. I don't think so. I don't think so. One. I mean, maybe now that she's like working in the office again, maybe she will. But she was at summer camp all summer, so yeah. no, not a chance. Jake's sister listens. That's right. Welcome. Tell us all about it, because we wanted we. You know, kind of mentioned this on yesterday or uh, the the episode, the last episode that came out, but it didn't make it to the final cut, so we wanted to mention it today. Oh yeah, um, she's been supporting the pod. She uh, stitched, the stitch or do what? She duetted a TikTok of ours. Yes, yes. And yeah. um, she bought one of our shirts, and you know, I think in the spirit of of supporting others, I, I wanted to throw out to the the podcast listeners that she has a boutique all things boutique all things pretty something like that yeah this happened last time too. i thought maybe you'd be prepared no no because i didn't realize how deep into it we're gonna go but she has like (laughs) she has like different clothing she sells she sells um earrings and jewelry and earrings for like sensitive skin too so emily might be getting something one of these days Um, emily is and my emily not jake's sister's emily um, ah yes, popular name, dude. Emily is such a common name. I'm doing pretty good color commentary. It's maybe. it's huge. Emily's yeah. Emily's a part of a a group on Facebook called a group for Emily's or like Emily's only. What's it called, Em? A group where you can only be called Emily. A group where you can only be called Emily, and it has uh, off the top of your head a million Emilys. <laughs> Nine point four thousand ladies named Emily are in this group. Wow, <laughs> there's got to be a there's got to be a um, a group for me. When I was like in like class in like kindergarten, mm-hmm. there were I was one of I think four Chris's in my grade, and I hated it. I hated having such a common name. Dude, there is never Mario's. Yeah, never, no, you're very never you're hashtag blessed. Yeah, it's it's you're never like, happened. I met Amario in like middle school, mm-hmm. but I didn't know him that well. Um, he didn't go to my school or anything. I met one Mario my entire life until I met you. Yeah, the only Mario I know is my dad. That's it. Wow. That's it. Um, what a blessing. But to, to bring it back into the super common name that is Emily, um, <laughs> Emily uh, Westerdahl. I'm probably saying her last name wrong, but that's, that's uh, Jake's sister and she has a boutique agape boutique and she has uh like a flat a flat man 
For someone who has a podcast, I should learn to talk. She has a fashion blog or just a regular blog in general, but it's called uh, at all the underscore pretty things, all the pretty Got things, it. or uh, like to know uh, dot it slash all the pretty things. So she supports us, so we support her. So go and did you find her TikTok uh, handle username? Did you find that? Because I know that she like showcases a lot of her stuff. So I saw some jewelry on her TikTok there. Uh, when I stumble onto the welcome back for you page, she's usually up there because we follow her. Uh, no. <laughs> I, don't, ah, I, don't I, my head. I worked really hard. Um, I was stalling so you could look it up. Are you kidding me? Oh, my bad. My bad. But yeah, she she uh, is a fan of the show and supports the show. So we we support back. Um, but yeah, yeah, ladies, if you're looking for jewelry or most likely guys, if you're looking for uh, yeah. presents, um, I know it's hard with sizes and stuff for clothing, but jewelry fits everyone most most of the time. Check her out at Emmy West, E-M-M-I West, Emmy West on TikTok. Um, and then you said breaking oh, news yes. as we were planning the next episode of Welcome Back. Some breaking news on the Free Britney train. That's right. I do want to clarify... Free Britney is like kind of fun to meme about, but also this is seriously a messed up thing that uh, I actually do care about. Yeah, a little bit. yeah. Um, also, like how the culture treated her when she was popular—that was horrible mm-hmm. and terrible—and we all apologize for that. Not me. Um, I was but, a child; couldn't have done it. Well, but Chris, we did, Chris did something to Britney. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I did not participate. I mean, I didn't like. You know, don't walk it back. The you know exactly or, what you did. You know exactly what you did. Don't even. We don't try to tell us what you owe did. them an apology. I don't want to hear the atrocities you performed <laughs> against Britney Spears. All right. Well, we heard. We heard. I don't know. A month ago or something that I believe her father, who was accused of being in a predatory conservatorship, uh, he would like. He had like stepped down. Mm-hmm. The breaking news, uh, just like an hour ago, is that Britney Spears' father has filed a petition to end the singer's 13-year conservatorship in the wake of several high-profile court hearings. Ooh. So either he's had a face turn, uh-huh. or he's trying to walk it back so he doesn't look like the bad guy in history. Oh yeah. And what's interesting is she's never, as far as I can tell, she hasn't challenged the conservatorship in general existing. She just wants a responsible person to help run her estate, right? She didn't. Yeah. She didn't petition to end it. So she probably, who knows? Maybe she wants it to be over. But she definitely didn't want her yeah. dad running the show anymore. Right, right. That is for sure. So I now, think recently, maybe I don't know. It's hard to keep. Track. And so now, disenfranchised Jamie Spears, trying to remain relevant and not a bad guy in history, is trying to petition the court <laughs> to end a conservatorship he's no longer a part of. Great. Yeah, yeah. Great. We forgive you. Yeah. What a douche. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, so how did we get like so into the free britney movement yeah no i'm genuinely invested yeah i've i mean i meant the pod in general podcast yeah what i know you're trying to clear your conscience from what you did to her back before <laughs> but it's just interesting yeah. that it became such a thing right now for the pod that we have talked yeah, about yeah. it several times yeah well we want the lady we want the ladies to listen. So we will always empty out the for the ladies category. Yes. Um, but we should talk about a little meta news uh, for our yeah. almost never post in Facebook page. We're yeah. at 500 likes, baby. That's a milestone. People keep liking it and we keep not posting anything. <laughs> it's true. Not even episodes. <laughs> yeah. people. Well, is it a meme to like the page? 
We need be- we need to do better. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, don't unlike it, and if you haven't liked it, go like it. But uh, expect more, because we expect more of ourselves, but we also <laughs> fall short very don't often. Don't expect too high. <laughs> also, I did some chair squeaks. Squeak it, baby. So, um, what else is going on? Oh, what? Else? Oh, before it gets too what far away else? from it happening. Okay, so we have cats. We've talked about them several times yes, on the show. And lately we started doing this thing where we like kick them out of rooms that are too far from us. Because they're still only like five months old uh-huh. or so. And uh, when we have to get them out of the room, sometimes they try to hide. So we can't get them out of the room. And so we kind of chase them out or whatever. And so the other day, Emily's trying to get Clementine out of the kitchen. Slash dining room. And so she's hiding underneath the table. And Emily pulls the table out to try to get her. And then she keeps staying underneath the table. And so Emily decides, okay, Clementine's a little bit of like a, a sissy. And so anytime she hears loud noises, she gets a little scared and she takes off. So Emily's going to try to take that to her advantage. So she goes to the other side of the room. That way she could chase the cat. Even though it's under the table, it'll get so scared from the noises that it would sprint out of the room into the room we want the cat to get to, right? Okay. And so, oh, this is going to be really loud. Um, so Emily got all the way to this door here, and the cat's underneath the table, and Emily starts going, boom, in front of me. I'm standing right at the doorway, and she goes completely out of my sight. She slipped on the on the linoleum floor as she went around uh-huh. the table trying to chase our cat she goes, ah, wham falls <laughs> to a completely to her side not to her butt she fell flat onto the floor oh, with authority no. she hurt her hip she hurt her arm she hurt her face like everything hit like a pancake it was <laughs> the funniest thing i'd ever seen in person <laughs> i didn't eat i through laughter i said are you okay are you okay <laughs> And to be fair, she's laughing too, mostly out of shock because she hasn't realized how like hard the fall was. Nothing broke, but we're both in our thirties now, and um, yeah, uh, <laughs> falls. You gotta you gotta take it a little easy with falls it's as you different. get older. Um, it's different. I was yeah. talking to Andrew. He went camping with my dad two weekends ago, and my dad was trying to get out of a tent. And he started a trip, and so my dad's thirty years older than me, and. He just said it was the funniest thing ever because you saw dad just hunched all the way over like as if he was a right angle with his arms flailing. And it, he's like grabbing on anything he could because he's trying to find a softer place to fall than right where he was. Um, yeah. Luckily, my dad was able to recover and didn't hurt himself. But it's just imagining my Man. dad trying his best not to fall for like a solid 15 feet. me uh we had some of sam's siblings in yesterday Mm -hmm. and so uh there were six of us so sam's little brother was like we should play ultimate frisbee and uh which is a great idea um except for the old people so like we went to this local park and did like we we played to one point and we were like okay we need a break yeah (laughs) like i was i was gasping for air sam's dad was like he was having trouble too but like so eventually we we won first of all mm-hmm. me and sam's dad and sister won and uh then we transitioned to like just passing the frisbee and for some reason sam's dad ended up in like the furthest away so he was always having to run for the and, and i 
I was going to say that I can't remember the last time I fell, bef- but but it was yesterday. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I fell before yesterday, just trying to catch a Frisbee casually playing Frisbee. He fell uh-huh. more times than like anyone else. He was like really, really into it. Uh, he was taking risks that he just didn't have to. But you're right. Falling gets different yeah. when you grow up. Yeah. I, uh, I've yet to experience a serious fall, um, but you just know it's going to happen. Everyone yeah. falls. My fall is yeah. just like looming around the corner somewhere, just waiting for me to make a, a fatal mistake of footing. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me, I, I had like teased this on the last episode, but I was washing dishes the other day, two weeks ago now, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I had a dish, like a glass dish that I was washing. And the dish just for no reason, just broke in half and it didn't shatter. It just broke into two pieces. So instead of a bunch of light little pieces of glass falling around, it was one giant piece of sharp glass that fell onto my hand and it cut me in like six different places. And, uh, one of them, like the question I'd like to pose to you is when is the time that you like got hurt the most, but didn't go to the hospital? Like that threshold of like, uh, should I go? Should I not oh, go? Worst. Um, when is like the worst time? Cause this time was not the worst time, but like when I had, I'd put a butterfly stitch on it. Mm-hmm. And when I took it off, that took the tape off, I could like see under my skin. Do you know what I mean? Like that? Yeah. <laughs> By that? Like, like it was the, the whole layer of skin was just up and under that was just like, I don't know what's under skin, but uh, the dry <laughs> supposed to be exposed. second layer getting ready to make <laughs> yeah. the first layer. So you're going to have yeah. a huge callus probably. Yeah. Well, I, I think I repaired myself pretty nicely. The, that first aid merit badge came in handy. Oh, nice. Um, so I think I did all right. But what do you think for you is, I'll tell you mine, because that was not it, but it was pretty mm-hmm. bad. Um, I probably could have got a stitch. When I was in college, you know, for a while I got into like lifting heavy. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the story? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so uh, I really, really enjoyed hitting new personal records. Obviously, yeah. everyone does. Hitting a new PR is like you're on cloud. You're on cloud nine, right? Yeah. And so I hit my PRs pretty often, like through my form getting better and just like eating horribly, but mm-hmm. full of protein horribly. Like yeah. I still ate like a trash can, but I was making sure eggs right. were in there and yeah. like steak and meat and hamburgers. Like, like if I was getting pizza at the cafeteria, I'd make sure it was the meat lovers because there's protein in the meat, you know, yeah. <laughs> along with all the grease and cheese. Um, right. But I, um, I was deadlifting, and one of my personal goals was to deadlift 500 pounds. Okay. I'd never done it, and it was on the horizon, and so I was getting ready to work my way up and see what I could do for maximum. And I lifted 475 or 485 pounds. I'm not sure. Whichever one it was, that was my new personal record. And so I hit it. I felt hyped. It was a struggle. But I was on cloud nine because I hit a new PR. And I thought, what's another 15 pounds? Or 20 pounds or 25 pounds. I'm not sure. It's probably 15. It probably was so close to 500 that I needed to do it right then and there. And the thing is, is it's not what's another 15 pounds. All 485 pounds or whatever it was is on the ground. So to do another 15 pounds, 
means what's another because it'll be 500 total. what's another 500 pounds is what it means because right. i, cause I can't just rep. i can't just tack it on to what i had just done and at the time i didn't take time to think about it. i was like what's another 15 pounds i'll just lift the entire 500 after i have just like taken my shot with almost yeah. 500 pounds and so i i have a video of it actually i'll have to find it i go i get set up I, I'm psyching myself up. I think I have this in the bag and I'm, I'm grabbing it. I'm, I'm hoisting. I'm pulling as hard as I can. I get it up off the ground. You know, I get it above my knees, right? And my knees aren't locked out yet and my back's not fully straight yet, but I'm oh so close. And my body, it's like, uh, it's like what TV and movies show how a car reacts when it like runs out of gas. Like in reality, your car just kind of like shuts off, but on like TV, it's like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what happened to my body. And I dropped the weight and I pretty sure I threw my back out. I, it hurt so bad. The entirety of my lower back muscles like seized up tight. Um, from what I could tell on the internet, it's because my lower back is holding my spine in place. So I don't injure myself. Okay. And so I don't have health insurance. Um, yeah. And I just did this huge injury to myself, I'm assuming, because I never went to the hospital. Instead, what I did was go to the apartment, shower, and get in bed, and then attempt to get out of bed and not be able to get out of bed and stayed in bed for days on end. And like, it was so humiliating because I had taken so much pleasure in getting stronger and lifting heavier. And you can't go to the gym at all. I couldn't go to the gym at all. And I couldn't even go to class and I had to, and what oh. am I supposed to do? So I email, I had to email all my professors to let them know, Hey, I injured myself in the gym. I won't be at your class for, I'm not sure how long. And like, <laughs> thankfully no one asked for a doctor's note. Cause what I would have said was, I guess I'll see you at class. And I would have like found a oh. stick and like hoisted myself <laughs> over and just like just like gandalf it like gandalf the gray when yeah, he's trying yeah, to look yeah. old that would have been me but like trying my hardest yeah and yeah. god forbid oh. any class of mine would be on the second floor <laughs> yeah that's the same injury that you flared up when we went to see wrestling right yep <laughs> i couldn't uh, when i when i decided <laughs> that it was a race to go up the stairs <laughs> and then threw out my back for the whole weekend yeah, and that was resolved with a stretch. Too. Yeah, that's right. You you were like incapacitated all night, and the next day you read, "I should just stretch." A little I was just googling, and it told me the right way to stretch, and it it stretched my lower back straight out, and I was good. If only, awesome. if only I thought to Google it. Maybe I was a little bit prideful, <laughs> but also, where's the pride yeah. in sitting on a chair that's like up still? Remember, like I didn't sit the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I basically, like leaned on where my chair was supposed to be. So like everyone around just assumed I was really into the match every every single match. <laughs> nope, nope, just hurts to say. Yeah, this guy loves that commercial. Like when they would show between matches, I'm still standing. <laughs> Mine was also in college, and I, there's two. Like the first one was when I jumped off the bridge. Mm-hmm. Have I ever told that story on the podcast? I'm not sure. I don't know, but tell the other one first, and then that one because I want to talk about it a little bit. Okay. That one's probably second place when I jumped off the bridge, but I think first place was, and I still have no explanation to it. Mm-hmm. It was um, two times, two, I think three times actually. Couple two tree. Um, t- couple two tree times, a 24 hour period where something in my stomach, GI tract, I don't know, something in my body 
um, just hurt so so bad. It hurt like I couldn't go. I couldn't go to class either. I couldn't. I could barely think. I couldn't eat. Occasionally, I would drag myself to the bathroom to, you know, deposit from one end or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, just all day, I was just pooping and and throwing up and crying in bed. And I just laid in bed for twenty four hours, and then it went away. And so, then I learned later in life, like what uh, appendicitis is, and I was like, I don't know if that's what it was uh-huh. because. By all accounts, that shouldn't be what it was because I lived, you know? Because like, I also didn't have health right? insurance. Right, exactly. Like, so, like, flared up was, and then it explode? Unless it, it was a flare-up. That happened, like like I said, three times, I think, <sighs> um, where it would take, like, a month apart, three yeah. times, where it would take me out for 24 hours. You'd just be wrecked for a day, and the next day you're like, man, that was weird, and just continue on. Because yes. what are you going to do? I have health insurance. <laughs> yep. Can't afford to be better. Jeez. <laughs> And because I would feel it like I feel like it would come on mm-hmm. and I'd be like, well, this is what I'm doing for 24 hours. Going to lay in bed now. <laughs> it was horrible. Jeez. But the bridge jump was probably second place because only because from what I hear, if you go to the doctor for a tailbone injury, they can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. But um, we all went like this group of friends went to jump off a bridge and it was very fun. Like, I still think it was super fun. Um, but everyone was like, you know, some people were jumping off the bridge and they were talking on top of the bridge like. You just got to not think about it. Just jump, jump, which is a phrase that had gotten me into trouble before. Don't think about it. Just jump. Um, and so this time That's I was how like, you end up with fuzzy Move dice in your uh, car. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, get out of the way. I'm going to do it. And so I didn't think about it and I just jumped. And part of the not being able to think about it much was I had not really planned or thought about how in the air, because I know you're supposed to land like toes first, uh-huh. like, like, like pencil dive. Um, but I hadn't really considered how in the air do you make your body do that? Because yeah, you weren't thinking um, about it. Because <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. Just jump. So I hit the, I hit it butt first. Like my butt broke the water first. <laughs> Maybe my heels, but they were far away from my butt. So my butt, I landed like I was sitting. Yeah. And I just sat on the water. And then I came up. And I don't know. It's like I don't know if it was Sam or you, but somebody could tell that it didn't go uh-huh. well. <laughs> I mean, it was extremely loud. And a huge splash. I have a video, actually. It was like you uh, saw the water below. I was like, that's a good place to rest. And then you just took a seat. <laughs> like, imagine jumping onto a couch. Like, that's basically how yeah, it Just plopping down after a long day at work, but on, on water <laughs> yeah, from yeah, yeah. 30 feet up, 20 feet up. Yeah, that's What true. is it? Like, 30 feet or 20 feet? Or 100 feet? Well, or 10 feet? It's 30 feet in the story I tell. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> so it. And also, it depends yeah, on, like, it's, it's a high bridge. I really hate exaggeration, so I hope that that's that's close. But it feels like yeah, it, it feels was, like it I could do the I could do the laziest front flip off of that bridge. So like you need a lot of space yeah. to be able to do that. Sure. The way I did and it, and so I was injured for like actual months, mm-hmm. like uh, standing up, sitting for long periods of time was really bad. But it was the standing, the motion of whatever muscle you use to stand. Mm-hmm. It was it just hurt so so bad for a long time. If you went to the doctor, you could have been addicted to opioids. Because <laughs> apparently all I could do is give you pain meds, probably. Oh, missed out. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> Dang it. Dang. Could have, could have had that in my testimony. Uh, but I wanted you to tell that story second because I recently have started river swimming again. Uh, oh, nice. It's been too long. I used to go all the time as a young lad. Uh, swimming in the river, going on the back of boats on like uh, tubes or like just with my friends, just like walking the train tracks and then seeing a rope hanging from a yeah. tree and be like, but mm-hmm. they probably swing off that just going for it, wondering what's going to be there when I land. And it's just usually just turned out fine. Right. 
Yeah. And yeah. uh going to the train bridge in college was like wonderful because before I found out about the train bridge, there was this the lock. You ever been to the lock? Yeah. And so I'll just go swim there occasionally. Um and like I don't know what it is. Getting a water feels like a baptism. If like okay. it feels yeah. like all my stress is washed away. When I get into a river or a lake, everything I'm worried about, all the concern, the pain in my body literally leaves as soon as I get in. Wow. Like a literal fish into water. Like Yeah. <laughs> and um and so it's been great these last few weeks. Um the summer's winding down and it has been working in my life and I'm like I'm like am I really going to let another summer go by where I don't get into water? And so uh-huh. um it took some convincing cuz Emily's a little iffy about sure. river water and uh sure. apparently the the Kiski River here is one of the cleanest in the area and uh, we went down and checked it out, worked our way out. And so now when I go down, I go down to the boat launch and uh I just walk right down the boat launch into the water. Um, <laughs> Emily comes too. And so we can wade in the water there, cool off. Um, I One time I went down there and I just went out till I couldn't reach the bottom anymore. And I started swimming upstream. And so even though I'm getting like some work in, I'm not going anywhere. So as soon as I'm, yeah, yeah. As soon as I'm done working out, I just put my feet down and then just walk up the ramp. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's like a water treadmill, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what's really cool, and I'm excited <laughs> to have my brother come try this with me. Um, you get into the water, you swim across the river, and right across from the boat launch is a rope swing. And I've mm-hmm. I've tried it at several points. I'm working my way up the hill higher and higher just to see how strong this this rope holds, and it holds me. And it's literally wow. so close to my house. And um, even though like winter's coming, if it's like 70, if it's above 70, and I want to mm-hmm. swim. I'm doing it. Below that, Good for you. it kind of gets a little, little, too, little yeah. too cold. Is it worth it? Or if it's been like yeah. 60 for three weeks and then one day it's like 75. Yeah. Might not, <laughs> might not get that warm water anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. I, so you haven't all, you have like, you're doing a lot of river swimming. Like that's a new hobby of yours. Every, uh, at least once a week. Sometimes when that's I'm really right. feeling it, you know, a few times during the week. Um, if it's super hot at work, like, we don't have heat and we don't have uh, AC. It's just an open warehouse oh, kind okay. of whatever the temperature is outside. It mostly is inside. Um, so yeah. if it's hot in the warehouse, um, I'm hopping in that river. If I'm pulling heat, if I'm taking that hot metal out of the oven, um, yeah. I didn't talk about that in the job thing, what I do. But sometimes we pulling heat. Sometimes those giant uh, parts that I didn't describe, uh, when they get to a certain uh size you have to heat the metal so that it's even able to be cut and so okay. sometimes i got to deal with uh 1850 degree metal comes out bright orange Jeez. out of the oven pull it out pull and heat. hit the part um and then i was watching a tiktok the other day from national geographic and lava um they're telling the the uh temperature range of lava and i think it like caps off at like 3,700, but a low end of what's considered lava is like 1,870 degrees. So it's almost the coolest lava. Wow. Temperature wild. Yeah. Wild. And so when, <laughs> so when I'm pulling that, then it doesn't matter. Oh, got it, got it, got it. I I'm so that. hot and sweaty. Like I'm thinking, like I work till, let's say I'm working till 3.30 and it's like 11.15 in the morning and I'm just so hot 
like to the core. Like we we hit, yeah. we hit these parts, and then like usually everyone's just gotta keep working, you gotta keep busy. But if you're one of the guys pulling heat and you just finish pulling heat for that pulling for that heat. cycle, you just wander off. You grab some water. Yeah. If it's like winter, yeah, you sure. just go like stand out and let the snow fall on you for a little bit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. that's actually what broke Camel's back. I was pulling heat after being off of heat for a while. But a couple guys left, and so they needed to bring me back over from the the um, the warehouse. And I was just so hot. I was like, "And we need to talk." You know how we were like talking about swimming in the river? It's happening today. And um, what do you need to hear from me for this to be a yes and not an argument? Because it's either going to be a yes or an argument. Not, there's no no. I'm so hot. I'm right, so right. hot. I'm getting in yeah. this river. Yeah, yeah. So, are you allowed to have uh, headphones in at work again? Yes. Okay, so I'm, I hear that you're listening to a lot of musicals. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm a huge addict of um, TikTok, and for the last mm-hmm. few days, last few weeks, um, there's an upcoming movie called Dear Evan Henson, and I didn't know any Hanson. Hanson. It's the yeah. origin story of the band Hanson, right? I didn't know anything about this this movie, and I've been and I'm like just getting the the few second clips from TikTok ads of this guy singing. I'm watching. I'm trying to figure out what this thing's about, what it's about, and I'm like, oh, Chris loves musicals. I wonder if he knows anything about because I ha- I was able to de- decipher that it's a movie based off of a Broadway musical. Okay. And so I hit you up. I say, hey, what's this yeah. thing about? And you're like, I don't know. I intentionally don't know. (laughs) And so um, I am not withholding myself from finding out what it's about. And so I'm like, I'm like reading about it. I'm like on the Wikipedia page for it, reading the plot, trying to figure out what this, what's this dumb ad about? Because it looks like a, like a undercover cop. Cause they cast such an old guy into a high school role. He's supposed to be like a a sophomore or junior in high school. And right. It's played by a thirty-year-old man in the in the movie. Yeah, well, that's because he did, he played the part on Broadway. So he's not on Broadway anymore, right? It doesn't. Anyway, it doesn't that's besides you the point. You overlook it. You suspend, but you suspend. Also, his father is producing disbelief. the movie. So how did he get the part? I don't know. But and so I'm watching this. I'm thinking like, oh, what's this about? I read it. I'm not gonna tell you the plot of the movie, but I just know that there's a character in it that I absolutely hate. Just reading about mm-hmm. it. And so I go to my Spotify app, not sponsored yet, and um, I listen to it. Listen to the whole thing. It's pretty good. Uh-huh. And this is a this is such a development because I used to crap on you guys for how you talked yeah. about Hamilton. Yeah. You guys were singing it when we were then, up there, and I was making fun of it. Uh-huh. And then it yeah. came out on Disney Plus, and I'm like, let's check this thing out. And it was absolutely amazing. And I loved it. And I, by the time you watched it on Disney Plus for the first time, I had already seen it four times on Disney Plus and listened to it. Yeah. Like the songs only like three or four times. I've listened to it even more since then. And so. Yeah. I think I've only seen it like twice still. And so you and I take two different approaches to. Yeah, very much so. Um, Your, to- your approach is. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, this happens for all media. Like, you've watched Inside, like, 
a hundred times. I've seen it twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't like watch things to death. Um, I did listen to Hamilton a lot. It's really good road tripping mm-hmm. music. So like, you know, putting on Spotify for the to just sing for two and a half hours <laughs> is really really great. But you also wouldn't you wouldn't listen to a musical you haven't seen yet. That was something I gave gained from you. Yeah, that's a rule that I, I try to watch because I want to experience the show like as it was made, mm-hmm. right? So like I want to see it when I'm listening to it. I don't want to get into the music and then watch it. And I don't have that rule. So I, I listened to all of Dear Evan Henson and I thought it was pretty – the band Hanson. And I thought it was <laughs> all right. And so I was like, let's let's check out some other stuff. And so I love The Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. And so I listened to Wicked – I listened. Oh, I saw that on Broadway. It was great. Oh, I'm kind of. I'm pretty jealous, actually, in a way. Um, it's very good. I listened to. Um, did I tell you the other ones I listened to? I listened to some called Ruthless, which is like someone's. Oh, yeah, it's I an off-Broadway musical where they make fun of Broadway musical tropes, and I thought it was uh-huh. hilarious. And I don't really know much about Broadway musicals, but it's basically a lot of. Broadway tropes are just novel tropes or video game tropes or TV tropes. Sure. So like just seeing them like make fun of things and flipping it on its head. Like, like, Oh, that was my mother the whole time. You know, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like a main character is like, I was actually the grandmother. And it's, (laughs) (laughs) so it was, it was clearly, it was made to be a campy thing for like Broadway fans, but I at least snuck my way in there and I enjoyed it. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. I have a couple other ones. Book of Mormon was the other Book one. Of Book of Mormon. Yeah. Holy crap. That one had me it's so good. peeing my pants, basically. It's so good. I still I sing some of those things like regularly. Oh, man. You, you know they put – um, you probably don't know. This is pretty common, I think. So, no, I don't want to share it. Tell me, and then I'll tell you if it's common. Okay. Let me know. Uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons, uh-huh. they take a full-page ad in the, uh, the playbill. I did not know for uh, the the Book of Mormon. Awesome. They they're like enjoy the um, oh, what's it say? It says enjoyed the the Broadway. Come see the real thing, and like has like their website and stuff. Wow, yeah, that's that's ballsy. I like mm-hmm. it. I like that move. <laughs> I watched uh, the Book of Mormon because I had a guy. <laughs> I knew <laughs> he guy. had a guy. <laughs> Who uh, he dealt um, Broadway bootlegs. <laughs> Your dealer. <laughs> this is how straight edge Chris is, is that his dealer <laughs> sells bootleg Broadway films. I assume he just like knew how to rip them from the internet before I did. Mm-hmm. But um, but he would just sell you like for five bucks or but whatever. He would he would burn you a DVD of a somebody would sneak a camera into the Broadway show yeah. and they would film it. So that's what I saw. Who was it? How old um, was this kid? Book of Mormon. Your dealer. Oh, he was in high school, maybe maybe college. I like to imagine that he was the one who was like going to New York every other weekend with it, <laughs> or a tape recorder like in his chest. <laughs> I kind of doubt it. Uh, I saw Hercules was actually the first one I bought from him. The Hercules musical. There's a Hercules and musical. He was like, yeah, he was like, "Are you sure? Because it's really bad." And I was like, "I'm sure." And then I watched it. Sure enough, it's really bad. <laughs> Have you watched the Shrek musical on Netflix yet? I have not, but I've only heard it was good. I started watching it with M, and she made me turn it off. So that's going to be a me-only experience, <laughs> I think. 
So I bought Hercules and then I bought Book of Mormon from him, which was great. I still have that one. Mm-hmm. And then I actually got Hamilton before it was a movie. I saw it on stage um, through there so I could listen to the music that my friends were listening to. Was it the same recording that like they found the file and illegally obtained it? Or it was some guy just like... like yeah, with, a, with a shaky... <laughs> camcorder <laughs> yeah. yeah under his coat or michael whatever. j fox really fell on bad times for a while yeah. there okay yeah <laughs> weird shot but okay also i love michael j fox michael j fox if you're listening <laughs> i take it back uh, i know i happen to know that michael j fox was born michael a fox but changed his name to avoid headlines like michael's a fox <laughs> I don't know why I learned that, why I know that or where I learned it. And I took that and thought, he was like, oh, and then he changed his species because he used to be Michael Fox. (laughs) And now he's he's Michael a human with the last name Fox. (laughs) No, not so much. We're not so so blessed. uh, We're not so lucky. So true. I have a story for you. Mm -hmm. You've been listening to musicals. I, I am going to be a bingo caller. So... Hold on, hold on. Walk me through that transition. <laughs> Hobbies, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, there is the American Legion in my community was talking on, like, the community Facebook page about um, doing a, like, local talent show or something. Ooh. And, uh, and so I am going to enter the talent show as a bingo caller. No way. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> so... You believe me? Wow, that was really stupid. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what to expect because I know we talked about putting on a putting on a talent uh, show just to be the last act. We we talked about yeah. that before. Yeah, that's right. That's I was right. like, what a weird yeah, thing so, to pick. So a part of my job as a pastor is like I want to be involved in the community and like you know be there just around people. So uh-huh. uh, I was like, yeah, sure, I'd love to get involved. Like I'm in front of people a lot. If you need an MC, uh, I do details and plan events. If you want me to be a stage manager, or whatever. Um, so I offered my help and she was like, okay, I'll get back to you. And then she got back to me and she was like, okay, yeah, we'd love to have you like MC that event. But also, would you mind being a bingo caller? And I was like, I guess that's a really weird thing that like, I don't know anybody who calls bingo. I didn't ask, uh, but sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they need help down yeah. there. Um, so I haven't done it yet, but I uh, went to observe for the first time like, a week ago um just to kind of like go watch how he does it and uh-huh. you know learn about calling bingo uh and so that is my new calling so next month i'm going to try and get out there and call bingo at the american legion your schedule this wasn't full enough he just needed to pick, yeah. pick that up <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my gosh and i hope that you are the MC of the talent show and you yeah. perform in the talent show so, so you can end up, and ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, me, me, me. <laughs> and then just do, well, they say, and then just do 15 like, minutes I, of both stand up. <laughs> I told her I didn't want to like do the, the talent part, but I'd, I'd help out. And because they say like, you know, I was reading that book that I got you and that you haven't read yet. Um, and haven't said, finished like, a lot of, yet. Great. That's right. Um, I'll, Cause you read the intro. Mm-hmm. Great. So um, a lot of comedians, like the first your first role is you host uh, like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Like you, you tr- bring up the next guest. You do like the transitions. I don't know actually know if that's like a first job, but it probably your first is like an open mic for five or seven minutes. But anyway, it's like a part of the process is you like MC a comedy show. So it's like, that would be a really fun, like, you know, just to be the guy who's funny and fun and brings the energy and introduces acts. And I was like, I talk in front of people all the time, so I could probably handle that. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. We'll see how it goes. But uh, sooner than that, we'll be, Colin Bingo. Bingo.
That's pretty cool. Yeah. Give, us a, give us a little, give us a little taste for those who are, those who are listening, who are going to play bingo at the local Legion and in, in, uh, in your town. Uh huh. All right. B two. Ah, frick. <laughs> we got a bingo. <laughs> oh, bingo. dang it again! Every time. <laughs> And then they call them out. They call out like the numbers and you're like, yeah, that's one. And then you say, that's a good bingo. That's a good bingo. <laughs> that's a good bingo. Also, I went to this American Legion and it, so I used to go to bingo a lot with my grandma. Uh-huh. She, my grandma is a bingo. Dog. I saw her supplies um, when we went over and stayed at her house. She had, so true. she had her bingo basket like ready by the door. Yeah. yeah she's got a, a basket with daubers all the way around mm-hmm. it and insides all her stuff. And she's even got a seat cushion, like a bingo themed seat cushion anyway i went a lot as a kid and uh when i walked into that american legion and sat down to play bingo it smelled like a bingo hall you know how like a smell can just transport you yeah yeah (laughs) i was i was transported it's not like a good smell it's like i don't know what it is it's definitely like cigarette adjacent it's a smell i don't know if it's just just it smells like what people who smoke smell like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, there's something it's definitely uh an element yeah so uh a part of the flavor it smells like an elderly person who will just hand you loose candy from their pocket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you got a hold of that purse, that purse smells like this bingo. Hall. Yeah. Um, I think we should, uh, we're about 41, 42 minutes in, yeah, about time, huh? uh, we should close with how well we think we would last as homeless people. Oh man. Like, We've had this one on the on the docket for a little bit. <laughs> Somehow, some way, someone yeah. took clips from the podcast. They stitched words together, and now we're officially canceled. We're social pariahs. Oh, God. No one will hire us anymore. Our ladies have left us. We're on the street. No one's hiring us. Our life's in the literal gutter. How long are we making it? So, what is your move? Like, where do you go? First of all, that's the question. Provided you can be dropped anywhere. So like say do and like do you have a car in this situation? Let's just say no. Because you can't afford fuel, right? So like Wait, are we go- where do you go? Are we saying like we've officially been cast out of society and now you're standing on the front step of your door, not allowed back in your house? Well, I would rather say like um the society says, All right, one more act of goodwill, <laughs> we're gonna put you anywhere in the country you want. <laughs> oh man so where are you going you can't call your family you got no people to rely on where are you going south i'm going i'm going somewhere dry i'm not trying to get gangrene i'm not trying to get my foot like wet gotta go south Mm -hmm. Um, but like if you go too far it's gonna be so hot yes all the time that's true but if you don't go to where it's way too hot you're gonna get cold seasons and you're gonna get damp and wet like the middle of the country it has that like swampy feel to it really it's humid true. it's true i'm thinking northern no not northern texas eh, no i might end up getting shot just like being on someone's land and be like oh it's another vagrant barium oh, in yeah. the back you know <laughs> yeah i think that is the basic question right like city or woods because these are very different survival experiences like you can be homeless in the city and like you know beg and like find scraps mm-hmm. there's like lots of people and money and food around or you can go into the woods and just like are we allowed to build ourselves a home in this scenario <laughs> it really depends where you pick right 
So like Yellowstone's huge. That's all right. If you get yeah. dropped in the middle of Yellowstone as like a survivalist, I feel like your chances of surviving have plummeted <laughs> as a homeless man. Yeah, there are, there are definitely things that'll eat you. Out. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to go to a city because then there's a lot of competition. Being homeless, That's true as well. That's true as well. <laughs> but like, you get a like, you know, find a a, a reliable bakery dumpster or something, mm. and you're like, you're doing all right. If I could, like, try to think, I'm trying to think. Oh, I think I'm going woods. Woods, and that might just be pride. It might just be like I don't want people to see me be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the only reason. But I'm fairly confident. Like, if I found somewhere with like some fruit trees, um. I would, you know, I, I spent some time with the Boy Scouts. I could build a shelter, no problem. It's it's the food that would concern me. Yeah, because fruit uh, trees are only <laughs> giving fruit certain parts of the year. Right. Right. So, I'm, I want to get a hold of some chickens. Uh-huh. And I could eat eggs all the time. Mm-hmm. That would keep me al- alive for a while. So, that's my move, I think. I know in a realistic scenario, Zach would probably put us up in his, like, in his, oh, in his yeah. land. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? His homestead? I don't even know what to call it. I think it's a homestead. He'd probably be happy for the help, you know? <laughs> and <in> a- <laughs> He keeps getting more and more animals. Every time I open a Snapchat, it's a new animal. Yep. Yep. I love it so much. Do you hear what he named his uh, turkeys? He's got two. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I think I might go city. Might go city. Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, New York has the most tourists, and tourists still feel bad about homeless people. Yeah. But there's probably a lot of homeless competition. Start banging on the wrong corner, I get stabbed. Yeah. Um. But there's probably a good homeless shelter in the area. I was just gonna say that's like a totally different ball game. Too. Yeah. I'm not gonna find that in the woods. Yeah. Just try to figure it out. Maybe. But that's the thing. How how far can I rebuild my life before people realize who I am? You know, I was just going to say that. What is our scenario? Do yeah. Can I start over? Yeah. Like, can I like be homeless yeah. in a homeless shelter and like be like a dishwasher under the table for some cash? Right. You know, <laughs> right. And then like the wrong, the wrong news channels on. It's my face. It's like, have you heard this clip? <laughs> <laughs> if you see this man, throw him out of your restaurant. <laughs> Where did Henry go? <laughs> All he sees the apron floating to arrest. It's the door's wide open. <laughs> The sink's still running. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty fair to say that I, we wouldn't do well at homeless. No, I think I would try the woods and and starve to death. Yeah, that's probably. But I'd have a good time. I'd probably, I'd probably try my best. I'd try, try my best <laughs> to have a good, have a good time. To have a good spirit about it. Maybe plot me on like a, a coast, like a beach. Maybe a Southern California yeah. beach. And then when I can't take it anymore, I just start swimming away from America. Until I can't, until I can't anymore. Yeah. Well, and then you'll just wash up on the shore of Japan and start your new life. Yeah. <laughs> People do that all the Konnichiwa. time. <laughs> they be like, oh, it's Godzilla. Because I'm like twice the height as every Japanese person. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't uh, think, I don't think it would last. And, no. and uh, that last comment might get us actually thrown out of society. So uh, it is a fact. They are generally shorter yeah. than they are in yeah. our side of the world. They're a lot kinder than people our side of the world. Japanese people. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Very forgiving people from what I've gathered. Preparing for my swim. <laughs> Trying to- we could all learn something. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, and anything else? 
Um, <laughs> yes. Tell me. This episode of Welcome Back Talk was brought to you by the IWEP Network. Be sure to check out all their shows, including Tornado Tag Podcast. If you like wrestling, comp, the current events, and a lot of classic from very well uh, uh, spoken and well uh, informed hosts, check it out. It was one of the shows, check it was it one out. of the three that I didn't shout out. On our last episode, mm-hmm. so I figured I'd give him a little shout out. The the uh, Tornado Tag Podcast on the IWP Network. I love it. Check out our last episode. We talked about Labor Day. We talked about resume, mm-hmm. uh, interview, do's and don'ts. Talked about our past job experiences. And the next week, we're going to have another good full episode, which is shaping up nicely. Yeah, we spent a lot of time, more time than most on it so far. Hopefully, yeah. it hopefully it records as good as the time we put into yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, check out the All back right. catalog. Share this with a friend. Um, at Welcome Back Wire, I'm at Mario Miley. I'm at Chris McNaney. And then do we say we'll be right back? I think we usually do end with we'll be right back. We'll be. No. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. It didn't feel right when and I said it. And then it just fades out here. Actually, these ones don't fade out. It just cuts out. What? Okay.